Over the past decade, the Lean Startup methodology has really taken off. Educators, incubators, startup accelerators, business angels, and venture capital firms are all jumping on board with this approach. So, what's the big promise of the Lean Startup methodology? And does it live up to the hype? Hi, I'm Dr. M. Svetak, and this is Evidence-Based Entrepreneurship, a podcast where answers to the most interesting questions in entrepreneurship come from science. In today's episode, we are exploring what is the Lean Startup methodology and if it actually works. Lean is promoted as an alternative to traditional business planning. Traditional planning involves creating a detailed document that describes the problem to be solved, the size of the opportunity, the solution the new venture will provide, and a five-year financial forecast, which includes month-by-month expenditures and revenues. This plan is typically developed in isolation before any real work begins. Once an entrepreneur has a convincing business plan, he or she develops a product. Only after it's built and launched does the entrepreneur get feedback from customers, which often results in costly failure. The Lean Startup approach claims to be a systematic, efficient, and effective approach to launching startups. The promise of the Lean approach is to reduce the chance and the cost of new business failure, particularly by addressing one of the most common reasons for startup failure, which is launching a product or service that nobody actually wants. The Lean Startup methodology has three key steps. First, entrepreneurs break down their business ideas into testable hypotheses. Business model canvas is usually used for the purpose of mapping these hypotheses. The second step involves putting these hypotheses to the test, especially the ones critical for the success of the business. To do this, Creating a minimum viable product, an MVP, is recommended. An MVP is a simplified version of the product, which is developed with minimal time and resources and enables entrepreneurs to test their hypothesis. If hypothesis testing is done rigorously, some of the hypotheses will likely be rejected. Step 3 involves revising rejected hypotheses and pivoting to new hypotheses. This process keeps going until all vital hypotheses seem to hold true. Only then does the startup refine the product enough to sell it and ramp up marketing and sales efforts to build demand. Central to the Lean Startup methodology is learning through a series of experiments to see if business ideas can stand up to the real world. It's hardly surprising that this method has quickly gained favor among academics who appreciate the concept of hypothesis testing and have embraced the Lean Startup methodology as a kind of scientific approach to launching businesses. Once the Lean Startup methodology gained traction, researchers jumped in to see how it was shaking things up. What they discovered was that this methodology could benefit aspiring entrepreneurs that are grappling with low entrepreneurial self-efficacy. This is because it makes the entrepreneurial journey seem less like a roll of a dice, dependent on improvisation, luck, and intuition. The Lean Startup method 
essentially provides a roadmap for entrepreneurship and offers the promise of success or, at the very least, cheap and fast failure. This element appeals to individuals who are more risk-averse and prefer a systematic approach to solving problems. It's not limited to startups either. Established organizations adopting agile approaches, such as the Lean Startup, have reported increased confidence in their ability to adapt quickly and maintain an entrepreneurial atmosphere. Startups that have embraced this approach believe that the Lean Startup methodology is a potent tool for reducing time and costs involved in getting off the ground. They believe it helps align business ideas with customer needs and equips entrepreneurs with means to verify all aspects of the business model. But does it actually work as well as people think, or is there a gap between perception and reality? It has been reported that Lean Startup methodology helps entrepreneurs produce more realistic business models. It has been observed that entrepreneurs following the Lean Startup approach tend to incur lower costs, even though they are running many experiments compared to those following the traditional business planning approach. Unfortunately, most of these studies fail to meet rigorous standards of scientific research. A notable exception to this is the recent study on 116 early-stage Italian startups. Researchers randomly divided the startups into two groups, a control group and a treatment group. All startups received training in various areas, including business model generation, customer interviewing, prototyping, and so on. However, only the treatment group received a training in employing a scientific approach throughout the entire process. They learned to identify hypotheses and test them through experiments and data analysis. The result? The treatment group did indeed experience more failures and pivots. But remember, this is not necessarily bad. In fact, it could indicate that startups in the treatment group were better at quickly and cost-effectively identifying ideas that wouldn't work. The startups from the treatment group were also three to four times more likely to generate revenue and generated revenue that was on average two to six times higher compared to the control group. A large-scale survey revealed that the Lean Startup approach isn't a substitute for traditional planning or business plans, despite prior claims. In fact, 91% of digital entrepreneurs use Lean Startup techniques to collect data to write better business plans rather than replacing them outright. In the Lean Startup approach, customer feedback plays a pivotal role, but it is likely to lead startups to pivot toward more incremental and obvious opportunities. Customer feedback is excellent for improving existing products, yet it often falls short when testing game-changing and disruptive innovations. For its famous quote, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said, faster horses, exemplifies this. In addition, most customers prefer the status quo over innovation, especially if the innovation requires any behavioral change. Testing hypothesis poses another challenge. The Lean Startup encourages entrepreneurs to act like scientists. However, most entrepreneurs do not test their hypothesis like scientists do. Poorly designed experiments, testing with a small sample, and confirmation bias can lead to unreliable results. 
If entrepreneurs actually behaved like scientists and scrutinized every aspect of their business model, adhering to the standards of scientific research, business model testing would neither be fast nor cheap. While many entrepreneurs, especially solo entrepreneurs, refuse to pivot, others pivot excessively. The challenge is finding the balance. Companies that pivot once or twice grow 3.6 times faster and have a two times lower probability of failure compared to companies that do not pivot and those that pivot three or more times. The Lean Startup's emphasis on rapid iteration based on early customer feedback can lead to a myopic focus on quick wins. This can result in neglect of longer-term strategic planning and insufficient attention to the broader market, hurting companies in the long run. The broader business environment isn't something to ignore. It is the changes in the conditions of the business environment from which entrepreneurial opportunities actually emerge and on which entrepreneurial success strongly depends. The Lean Startup methodology has its merits, but it is not without limitations and should be employed with its constraints in mind. Thank you for tuning in to this episode about the Lean Startup Approach. If you enjoyed this episode, you might also be interested in the previous episode on identifying business opportunities. Until then, stay curious.